Welcome back, everyone. Today we're looking into the origin of the term skunk works. If you've not heard this term before, or if you have heard it but didn't know what it meant, a skunk works project is a project developed by a relatively small and loosely structured group of people who research and develop a project primarily for the sake of radical innovation. Everett Rogers, a communication theorist and sociologist, defines skunk works as an enriched environment that is intended to help a small group of individuals design a new idea by escaping routine organizational procedures. So it's basically a research and development, or R&D department, usually inside a much larger organization, that can get things done very rapidly without a lot of red tape slowing them down. Wow, I should really look into the origin of red tape, too. That's a good one. Anyway, I, if you've seen the film Ford versus Ferrari recently, the small team led by famed race car designer Carol Shelby to design a car that would win at Le Mans, which had been dominated by Ferrari, could be considered a secret skunk works project. Whereas the NASA Apollo program, while wildly innovative, was too big and too public and way too bureaucratic to be a proper skunk works project. Skunk works projects are usually top secret and small, like the Apple Macintosh team uh, you could consider a skunk works team. In the early 80s, Steve Jobs established a skunk works team in order to design the Macintosh. The location of the skunk works lab was behind the Good Earth restaurant in Northern California's Silicon Valley. Its location was different than Apple's main R&D facilities, so it was directly managed by Jobs with between 20 and 50 highly intelligent engineers and programmers. One of Steve Jobs' famous mottos came out at this time, which was, it's better to be a pirate than to join the Navy. But what do skunks have to do with secrecy and innovation? The term originated with Lockheed's World War II Skunk Works project. Lockheed was working on a secret jet airplane called the P-80 Shooting Star. It was designed to counter the growing threat posed by Germany's jet fighters in 1943. The engineers worked at Lockheed's Advanced Development Projects Division in Burbank. The whole project was a closely guarded incubator set up in a circus tent next to a plastics factory in Burbank. The strong smells that wafted into the tent made the Lockheed R&D workers think of the foul-smelling Skonk Works moonshine factory in Al Cap's Little Abner comic strip. So it was originally Skonk Works, but they called it Skunk Works because of the nasty plastic factory smells. That Skunk Works team, led by famed aeronautical engineer Clarence Kelly Johnson, went on to develop the U-2 spy plane and the SR-71 Blackbird, the first stealth supersonic jet, which still holds the speed record of 2,193 miles per hour. This jet was so fast it could outrun enemy missiles, not a single one was ever shot down between 1964, when it first got deployed, and 1998, when it was finally retired. That's it for today. Come back tomorrow when I reveal another fantastic word discovered in the funny word history, skunkworks department. Skunk Works Department.